It's been a long time coming, but we're back with another Tim and Yoshi show. It is now, you know, finally not a million degrees over here in Phoenix. And uh, I did have a couple things I wanted to talk about today. Actually, a lot of things I wanted to talk about today. And my note sheet just went flying. But uh, the first thing I want to get into is actually a listener question I got from the G. Edward Griffin interview we did the other day. So I'd highly recommend you guys check that out, especially if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, the, the video didn't make it, it was streamed live on YouTube, but obviously there's things in there that, uh, you know, sensors, the B sensors, you know, aren't not going to like it over there. So, uh, yeah, so please check it out. You can go to the libertyadvisorshow.com and find all the places where you can find us. And also get on our email list because now I'm actually going to be diligent about sending out emails. And we will have some exclusive content that will only be for email subscribers uh, looking at getting on an economic opportunity zone expert, probably the foremost expert in the country. Let's talk about like different, like huge tax saving tips that are out there. But some of the things I want to talk about today is we've got uh, the Federal Reserve is now uh, more than likely going to start tapering in December. So I want to talk about what that means. We've got inflation numbers that are coming out. Uh, and you know how like bonds and gold interact with you know what the inflation numbers are doing today. We've got a lot of uh, information with uh, about crypto and the SEC, and uh, we've seen the Bitcoin markets just absolutely flourishing. Um, you know, also you know want to talk about a lot of the hypocrisy that's going on, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't do a lot of this stuff is because you know I feel like every day is just like you know a Super Bowl level of information in terms of you know the, what's going on with the jab and the pandemic and all that stuff and it really starts you know to eat at you and so you know I wanted to sort of follow my own advice and not necessarily be on this you know all the time uh, but yeah I think the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm, I'm then gonna get into you know actually walking with Yoshi who's like hey it's, what, what, we're gonna have a walk and talk and you not walk with me but I needed to read this first before we get going this is from one of the uh, listeners. I've been following your stuff for a while. I think it's good that you publish a ton of thoughts and conversations. What I don't understand logically is how you can hold both things to be true. That governments slash people in power are so maniacal manipulative as to have coordinated massive global campaigns to control the average Joes, fake the moon landing and 9-11 and COVID, etc., etc. And that government is fundamentally inept slash bad at everything they do. I don't feel that both can be true. That's why I ultimately don't believe that the V word and that big are that big a deal or that Merck has its employees murdered for making websites about drug safety because they are doing mind control or whatever. It's too complex and precise to be unprobable. You guys use the pronoun they constantly in your discussions about this. And I'm not just convinced that they are sophisticated and capable as you imagine would enjoy your thoughts. Well, I think that that is a brilliant question. If you guys are subscribed to the email list, uh, you know, you guys can then, you know, email me back your own questions that you have. Uh, Cause you know, I'm probably not going on, you know, YouTube and other places necessarily to read the comments because just, you know, sort of eats at you, especially places like BitChute where, you know, it's always comments about the Jews or something like that. But uh, first let's talk about who they are. You know, Ernest Hancock's talk about they, them, those, and you've got two types of people out there. You got those who want to be left alone and you got those who won't leave you alone. And so the they's would be the people that won't leave you alone. And of course you've got, you know, whether you're talking about the Bilderberg Group, Davos, Trilateral Commission, CFR, which is Council of Foreign Relations, uh, Royal Institute of Affairs, uh, Jesuits, I mean, Club of Rome, those types of groups who are, you know, controlling the world and really starting to manipulate people. But, you know, to the first point of that question, when he asked about, you know, dumbing people down and uh, is this all, you know, some grand plan? Well, I mean, they put fluoride in the water, uh, you know, dumb people down, make them more docile. They've done things like, you know, introduce oppression, 
system of education where or indoctrination rather where they want to teach everyone to be good little yes men good little slaves and really you know what that ultimately does is create like an entire society where you know it's gotten rid of creativity it's gotten rid of free thinking you know everyone is just you know basically doing what they've been memorized to do or memorized uh you know what they need to regurgitate out you know and i'm somebody that excelled in school and in, in the indoctrination system and pretty much straight a student and you know, could memorize facts just as well as anybody else. Um, and so, I mean, they've done, they've, they've taken over the education system. You've got people like Charlotte Iserby, who wrote the book, Deliberate Dumbing Down of America, who, uh, you know, basically went on to say that uh, she was assistant secretary of state, sorry, assistant secretary of education for several different administrations. Her uh, father and husband were both skull and bones for me else, another they type group that's out there. So it's not like there's like one they well, I guess now with the whole LGBTQ thing, I guess, or, you know, Dave Chappelle had a joke. He's like, are they, they're coming after us. And he's like, is it one they, singular, or multiple they's, plural? Uh, so I probably butchered it, but, you know, I ended up watching the Chappelle show, or not Chappelle show, the Chappelle special on Netflix because they were telling everybody not to watch it. And it was actually hilarious. So I would recommend if you guys, you know, are going to indulge in any bread and circus, that that is, uh, you know, it was actually pretty funny. Uh, how he was just, you know, basically taking a big F you to cancel culture and everything that's going on. But, you know, I digress. So, you know, the days that are out there, I mean, you know, could they have, you know, faked the moon landing? I mean, if you take a look at now, do I know if they, uh, you know, landed on the moon or do I know if they've ever gotten to the moon? I don't know, but I sure as hell don't believe the you know, that we were able to like transmit, uh, you know, those images and in the phone call. I mean, I mean, there's parts of Arizona, a lot of parts of Arizona that I can go in and I can't even get my cell phone to work. But yet, you know, they got the big ass, you know, red phone that Nixon was using to call the astronauts from space, you know, like 60 miles up or however many miles up uh, space. Sorry, I think, yeah, I think space is, I think defined as 62 miles up and or like 100 kilometers. Um, Anyway, side point. And then you take a look at like the shoe that was used and that they have in the museum. And it's got, I think it's got like stripes on it. But then you take a look at like the image on the moon and it's like not even like the same shoe. Uh, and so I think that that, that they did fake that footage. Now, whether or not they actually got there or maybe they're even doing way more advanced things, I don't know. I just don't believe the official story. You know, same thing with 9-11. We could talk about that, you know, all day you know, inconsistencies, you know, with the official story. But it's not like there's like one homogenous group that's having some like big master plan. It's sort of more like Game of Thrones where you have different power structures. And part of the beauty of it is that, you know, all the power structures are fighting for, uh, you know, global hegemony. And so it's like they're all sort of trying to move the ball towards more tyranny, but they all want like their flavor or their version of tyranny if that makes sense. So, I mean, you've got, you know, Russians that want to take over the world, uh, or maybe they just want to be left alone these days, who knows, but, you know, Americans, obviously not Americans, but, you know, the people that control us, the they's that control us, which mainly, you know, different Rothschild banking groups that control, you know, basically everybody. You see Yoshi sees a bunny rabbit off in the distance. And so, you know, part of the reason why, you know, they're not able to, you know, have all these things go off you know, without a hitch and like the way they'd want to is because there is, you know, like different competing factions of power, you know, all around the world. 
And then you've got people that are compartmentalized that don't necessarily know, you know, exactly what they're doing. They're just in like one small role. And then even with like the the jab rollout, I mean, and even with, you know, whether or not it was made in Wuhan Institute of Virology and if that's a limited hangout or whatever, uh, you know, even that, all that stuff aside, uh, you know, they couldn't even make an actual virus that, you know, would kill as many people as they wanted to. So they, you know, couldn't even get that straight with all the, you know, billions of dollars of funding that these different, you know, people have. And you've got obviously like tons of level three and level four bioweapon labs everywhere. And you've got deep underground military bases or dumps, uh, you know, working on this sort of stuff everywhere. So, uh, you know, it's not like there's like one monolithic group that's a they that's, you know, doing all this stuff. And so certainly, you know, in the advent of the smartphone and the advent of, you know, everyone walking around with a camera on them, it's harder for them to pull this sort of stuff off. So the only way you can pull it off is you, you program them through television programming, through the television, uh, you dumb them down through fluoride, you create a system where they can't actually think themselves because they don't want to go against, um, you know, like what the other 51% of people are doing. And so, you know, people by and large are followers, so they're not gonna go on a limb and do something that, you know, is against, uh, you know, more or less like the commonly held belief. So ultimately, you know, getting back to the question of, you know, how can you have this, you know, all powerful, they, them, those government, while then also holding the belief that government is inept. And I guess the best way to describe it is, you know, it's not necessarily like the government. I mean, the government, which also basically means mind control. I mean, mente is mind uh, and govern means to control. So it's literally the root words of mind control. Uh, you know, that's one. So of course, you know, the governments are trying to control people, but it's not necessarily the governments. Like the governments have been captured by the big mega banks, by the big corporations, uh, by the, the big think tanks, by the intelligentsia, by you know, the CIA, by MI5, by GHQ, by, you know, by the NSA, by all these different groups that, you know, are basically getting government funding, but then a lot of times acting in private interests. So it's sort of like the intelligence agencies are like the new, like Illuminati, you know, so to speak. And so it's not like the government is doing this, but you have a lot of like high level people like Klaus Schwab of the world, the Bill Gates of the world, Ted Turner's of the world, uh, you know, lots of other people whose names you don't even know and not even allowed to say. Uh, like the Basura family, there's lots of different people that are out there that, you know, they are in these big think tanks, they, uh, you're in the Bilderberg groups, in the steering committees, and when they are, you know, they've got a certain agenda and certain idealists in terms of their ideal of where they want to take things, and then they then, then have their lower level goal, you know, foot soldiers, which my last name in Italian actually translates to foot soldier. Uh, also the bottom rank of La Cosa Nostra. But they have their foot soldiers that carry out their bidding and they don't necessarily even know what they're doing. And so, you know, with me not being in like the upper levels of knowing uh, or being like in these meetings, I mean, if I wanted to advance, you know, my career and I was in that type of system, you know, I know that I would have to start promoting, you know, carbon taxes and promoting global warming and promoting LGBTQ plus 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 and promoting this. I mean, it's not doesn't not rocket science to figure out, you know, what, you know, the power structure wants you to promote in order to advance 
their agenda and you know their agenda involves lots of things like destroying the family you know getting us uh you know controlling everybody through a carbon tax uh which is basically going to be you know instituted within you know a health vaccine passport uh you know they want to you know it's sort of like in the bug's life you know the movie where you know it's not about the food it's about keeping those ants in line because if you let one of those ants get out of line then you know all those ants collectively will come up and crush us there was that ant that stood up to me yeah but we can forget about him yeah it was just one ant you're right it's just one ant yeah boys they're puny hmm puny say let's pretend this grain is a puny little ant did that hurt <laughs> nope. Well, how about this one? Are you kidding? <laughs> well, how about this? You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? And the thing is, it's not even like all the ants. Like, if we're the ants, you only need historically like probably three percent of the population to say f you and we're not going to get the jab and we're not going to do this or that and and you know like you know three percent of you know you know seven billion people there's a lot of effing people out there uh and there's not enough uh you know people out there to it's way too many people to control which is one of the reasons why you know at the top levels they want to have a eugenics program to to lower population uh, and so whether there's Bill Gates TED talks out there where he talks about lowering population and the best way to do it is through the food, the vaccines and the healthcare system. And he's like, if we do a really good job, we can lower this by 10%. And he's the largest owner of, uh, you know, was Monsanto, which is now Bayer, uh, you know, largest U.S. farmland owner. So he's got the, the food taken care of. Uh, you know, he's obviously got his hand in vaccines, obviously got his hands in the, uh, you know, the healthcare system as well. And so, you know, he's doing all this stuff. They're putting videos out and, you know, and going back to, I believe it was Prince Charles. Let me know in the comments if, if it was wrong, but I think, you know, he dedicated the, his autobiography to, or he said, you know, he want, if he wishes, he dedicated it to his future self that he wishes he can come back as a virus to wipe out, you know, Earth's population or like 98% of Earth's population. And uh, I think he ended up getting the vaccine actually on my birthday and then died two weeks later. So, you know, maybe he was one of the ones that didn't get the uh, didn't get the saline injection, but who knows? But yeah, I mean, that was a, a great question. I don't know if that fully answered it, but it's not like it's the government. It's you've got high-level people in. Actually, there is a uh, coyote that is right in front of us. So uh, I don't know if you guys can probably hard to see. I don't know. I haven't really actually run into a coyote when I'm just been with my dog, and I don't have any protection on me now. So. Uh, now usually these things are not, and actually now he's coming closer to us and trying to hide out in the bushes. So maybe I'll go back the other way. So you've got the corporations that are basically at the top, mainly the big mega banks controlling 
governments, which are corporations themselves. And so it's not like it's like your average person in the government uh, that is inept that's doing this stuff. It's being directed by high level central bankers for the most part. I mean, just even look what they're doing in Europe. I mean, in Italy, they have uh, Mario Draghi, who was a former Goldman Sachs, former ECB head. I think, I think he was even at the IMF at one point, not 100% sure on that but uh, a Goldman Sachs European head. And now he's the head of Italy and you know they're crime minister. And now they're saying by October 15th that you're not even gonna, allowed to even be self-employed without getting the jab. And so then, oh, who's the head of France? Oh, Emmanuel Macron, uh, who literally uh, worked for the Rothschild and Co. Uh, banking company that you can even find, like it's not like conspiracy theory, like he literally was working for them. Uh, and it seemed like that guy's been groomed from the beginning. And so you have, bankers in control of just about everything and luckily like one of the big hedges that we have here is crypto and you have uh, ken griffin of citadel come out recently and say that the dollar is basically under like that bitcoin is basically like a jihad attack on the dollar and um and i said yeah it basically is guilty you know going back to the, the david rockefeller quote when he said you know some people have accused me and my family of conspiring uh, to create a one world global order and to those people I say guilty well you know the Bitcoin and crypto is a jihad attack on the dollar but you know the dollar and is basically a jihad attack on all of us because when you have the ability to create something out of thin air and then take those those assets out of thin air and then buy up actual real assets I mean it is essentially high-tech slavery high-tech like neo-feudalism that unfortunately is just way over everyone's head to comprehend and understand what's going on but you have uh you know the sec did come out recently and said that they're not going to ban crypto they're not looking to ban crypto uh which somewhat scares me because you know a lot of times uh, i think there's some sort of saying that says something like you know don't ever believe the government until they deny something first so you know there's that uh so you know you've seen bitcoin i think it's around like fifty seven thousand dollars today as of uh as of this walk and talk so you know considering how many attacks they've thrown at bitcoin i mean you had in may they had the uh colonial pipeline attack I mean, they've already done videos on that where that was obviously you know more or less a false flag attack where uh then they came out with the whole story about how they hacked bitcoin to recover it when they didn't hack bitcoin like what they did was you know whoever the hackers were they you know, <coughs> the government uh what they did was they uh had it going to like a sort of, let's say like a coinbase i mean i don't know if it was coinbase but it went to a u.s based exchange uh all the ransomware funds and then all they did was subpoena that company and then took back the bitcoin but you know any hacker would not i mean it's almost insulting that i even have to explain this but like, like any hacker especially one that had that level of sophistication you know would spend the 35 seconds to open up a bitcoin wallet and they wouldn't you know keep it at an exchange so it's sort of like saying like if you're a uh you know gonna rob a bank and you're gonna say hey you know pay the ransom to uh my wells fargo account and here's the account number well then when they pay the ransom obviously then they're just gonna take the money back like that's sort of like that's the equivalent of what they're reporting was going on and you know anyone that has you know, one iota of common sense would know that that was BS, you know, right from the get-go. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people don't understand crypto, and so they bought it hook, line, and sinker, uh, unfortunately, and that's, you know, sort of the situation that we're in right now. But, you know, speaking of central banking and the Fed we, and, and crypto, we've got 
the Fed announcing that they're going to start their taper program. So I believe that they're going to uh, have $15 billion less each month until some point, and you know, like next summer, supposedly they get the program to the point where they're not buying any bonds. Now, I would pretty much bet anything that that's not going to happen, that they're not going to get to the point where they can uh, you know, not have to sell any bonds, uh, or sorry, not buy any more bonds. And, and really what they're looking for is some sort of excuse. I think they're waiting for maybe like a 20% drop in the stock market. And I'm not out here calling for a 20% drop in the market, like imminently, but you know, who knows? I mean, it's been a while since we've had new highs and you've got a lot of market fragility going on where really you've got, you know, a lot of companies making like 52 week lows while the markets are still close to all time highs. And then we're probably off like four or five percent in the S&P. I don't know exactly, so don't quote me, it's in that range. Uh, but you have a lot of companies that are down, but you have a few of the mega corporations within there, you know, like the Fang stocks, the Facebook, Alphabet, Apple, uh, Netflix, Googles of the world that are, you know, more than sort of making up for, uh, you know, the rest of the companies that aren't necessarily rocking and rolling. So, uh, you know, you got the market fragility going on, but I think the Fed, the Fed is basically waiting for the market to go down. So then that way they've got an excuse to then, you know, say, oh, you know, we were going to do this, but, you know, you know, we need to come in and rescue the world again. And so, you know, that's what they're going to do. I mean, that's, you know, they, they've done it several times before. Uh, October 2018, the market started sliding and you know, it was down around 20 percent. Then the Fed at the time was pretending they could sell 50 billion dollars of bonds a month. That didn't end up happening. Well, that that did end up happening for like a month or two. And then they had to completely uh, renege on their program and cancel it and uh, basically restart their, uh, you know, go back to the drawing board and that. And then they, you know, go back to March of 2020. Uh, they, you know, they threw the kitchen sink at everything that was going on. And so, you know, that was twice that you had the market down, you know, 20% when the government came out and started, you know, throwing everything in the kitchen sink at this to get it restarted. So, you know, it's like, you know, the George Bush saying, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, never get fooled again. Or There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on Shame on you. It fooled me, we can't get fooled again. So guess what? We're not gonna get fooled again by the Fed. Um, there's no way their balance sheet is ever going down materially. You know, it's just gonna keep going up and up and up. This is all just a head fake. They're gonna wait till some new variant is out or some sort of excuse to keep priming the pumps. Uh, you know, I wonder if they'll even get to even tampering at all, if there's you know, some excuse that they'll be able to manufacture by then and say, oh, you know, we were going to, but there was a new variant. And, you know, I know I've said it before, but the, in the Greek alphabet, the next variant actually would be called the new variant because new and you comes after mu and mu in the Greek alphabet. Uh, but yeah, I just don't believe it at all. And then you have, you know, silver. I just bought some uh, silver the other day and spot price i believe was uh or the price i bought it at was about 31 dollars an ounce uh so it's about like a 10 11 dollar markup to buy like a type 1 2021 silver eagle and i looked today on that website and it was 40 bucks to get it so i mean we're talking like a week and the price jumped up nine bucks now i think there's some places where you can get you know it was that specific you know silver eagle but there's you know other silver that you can get that would be you know much more economical uh, so I wouldn't, you know, pay a, you know, we're talking at that rate, it's almost 100% markup 
you know, if, if silver's around, I think today's around like 22 bucks, but uh, you know, you're talking about, you know, nearly 100% markup just on the price of silver. Uh, and th that's just, you know, one little anecdotal story for myself, just from, just from earlier today. But, you know, people do have this like unfounded belief that when you have interest rates going up, that now gold is worth less. Uh, and to me, that's the dumbest notion ever because, you know, if, if you're in a bunch of debt and also your interest rates go up, then the odds of you defaulting on that debt would then increase, in my opinion. And so, you know, if, if the rates are going up, it's also basically a sign saying that you need to get more interest because, you know, there's more risk associated with holding on to your debt. I mean, it's not based off inflation. Uh, and then even if you take a look at inflation at, you know, one in, at five and a half percent, the you know, tender treasury is around one and a half percent. So you're basically guaranteed to lose 4% even with their BS numbers. Uh, and, and so the thing is like, if you are, if interest rates are going up, the government has less chance to pay back the money, which then should increase the price of gold, but yet Wall Street doesn't look at it that way. And so maybe they're using it as, you know, buying opportunities or, you know, just in that small amount of time, you know, the silver equals, you know, went up $9 when the price of silver only went up like a dollar and a half since I got that. Um, and, you know, and with all this, you know, market speculation and if the market goes down 20%, you know, it's really only going to affect you, you know, if you have to take money out. And so, you know, you need to really, you know, have a game plan for, you know, how to manage the sequence of returns where, you know, I think you're going to see financial assets go through the roof. Uh, unless there's like a major die-off from the from the jab, in which case you could see assets still go up in price in U.S. dollars because I think at some point the dollar is just going to lose reserve status and everything's going to go way up. But you know maybe your real estate goes up 100%, but inflation goes up 150, and then so you you then lose 50% of purchasing power even though you know your USD value went up. You know that's just obviously hype hypothetical and speculation but um it really sort of depends on you know if there's a major die-off from you know in a couple of years uh you know from everything that's going on then you know that would be deflationary but you know but the inflationary aspect could be if the dollar loses reserve status so you know again a bigger reason why i've been a fan of crypto uh but then if they then go and turn off the internet or something or have a cyber attack like klaus schwab says oh there's going to be a great cyber pandemic that's even more dangerous and scarier than the other pandemic still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply transportation hospital services our society as a whole the COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. To use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. If they also engineered through Event 201, then, uh, whoa, shit. I got a, <laughs> like a bird right above my head. And it's actually like right next to the area where that coyote was too. So I saw Yoshi freak out and uh, I guess I got freaked out a little bit, but yeah, in the desert on a, actually, yep, there's the coyote way off in the distance. I see him. 
Uh, I see some little roadrunners too, so let's see if he... Yeah, so walking right towards the coyote again. He's kind of far away from me though. Um, so let's see, he's probably like, damn it, these people are back again. But he's probably like 100 yards ahead of me. But anyway, something to keep an eye on. Probably, I'm just on a GoPro, so probably can't see it. But yeah, there's a coyote on the trail. And actually, there's some coyote poop. Yeah, that's, that's the, so you get the extra stuff on the Tim and Yoshi shows. You get coyote poop, coyotes, roadrunners running around, uh, talking about sequence of return risk, all sorts of great stuff. And yeah, remember to sign up for the email list because we are now, thank you to Arthur Diamond Hands, getting more diligent about sending these out every time we do it. Uh, you know, I just had to basically like take a detox from the news, you know, for much of this summer to get my head right, get my mind right. And I think it's good to, you know, everybody does things like that. And, uh, I lost sight of the coyotes. There's like a tunnel. Of course, you know, coyotes are over by the tunnel over there and you have roadrunners running around. So it's kind of funny that, you know, it's like a real life cartoon over here. Uh, but yeah, everything that's going on is very, very cartoonish. Speaking of cartoonish, you also have Gavin Newsom, who uh, you know came out and said that you know basically everyone 12 years old and up needs to get the jab, and then it came out that his own 12-year-old daughter had yet to get the jab. And now this guy, I don't know if you see it, but he's trying to say you can't have like small motor engines and you can't have like uh, uh, like chainsaws or ATVs or you know or I don't know if it applies to existing ones or if it's only new ones, but I think in factories. Uh, like they have to get rid of like, their gas components within the next couple years and just you know something so stupid uh, It's just you know, it's, this is all like a deliberate shutting down of America deliberate shutting down of the supply chains deliberate shutting down of basically the whole Western way of life to bankrupt everybody everyone to accept the mark of the beast and then to eventually um, you know control everyone but you know they don't want as many people to control, so you need to have some sort of die-off of the population. And if you don't want to believe me, or you think I'm full of crap, and you want to go get the jab anyways, well, then you know it is survival the fittest. And uh, you know I would bet on myself more than I'm betting on uh, listening to the government, who obviously doesn't care at all about you. And you know anyone that thinks that the government wants to protect you, obviously is not a very good student of history. Uh, of really knowing what's going on. So, uh, yeah, so that's, you know, sort of sort of crazy news of what Newsom's wanting to do and, you know, how his daughter's not doing anything. I already mentioned Netflix special, how that was sort of like a Streisand effect where I don't watch TV, but, uh, you know, I watched some Bread and Circus with Formula One and that's basically it. But, uh, but everyone was talking about the Netflix special and how it's going to be canceled and how Dave Chappelle is such a bad guy. And so, it was, you know, they Streisand affected it and now it made me want to watch it. And it was actually pretty hilarious and probably end up watching it again, actually. So there you go. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is very random, but I think I saw that the Hasbro CEO died today. And just uh, coincidentally, and I was planning on bringing this up anyways, uh, so it's kind of crazy that I was planning on bringing this up and the CEO ends up dying. So I don't know, maybe, I mean, I wasn't like hoping he died or anything. It was just a very weird coincidence, but I bought my daughter's the game, uh, Guess Who? And like, I kid you not, uh, I mean, like basically half of the board is uh, minority women on there. So, I mean, back in the day, I mean, I don't think it was right that they, you know, that people weren't, you know, minorities weren't represented pretty much at all, except for this one 
like Mexican looking uh, like village people looking guy from way back in the day in like the 1980s version but you know aside from him you know so now I mean if you were to literally say like do you have a minority woman like you would still have like half the board up whereas you know back in the day there wasn't even any so which I don't think is right either but you know you can see this you know extreme uh, movement to the other side and uh, I wasn't planning on talking about this uh, this part of it too but I saw like now like Superman is gay and they're trying to come out with that and it's just like and then they're trying to turn like James Bond I guess into like a woman and just all this stuff is just like they're just moving like the Overton window of like what's acceptable like so far out that it's gonna have like a backlash on this stuff and actually I went to school with the guy who was responsible for turning uh, Batman gay uh, and like he was a now I don't want to this would give away his name, but you know, this was also the guy who, uh, you know, being a swimmer in high school, and you know, obviously getting made fun of and called gay quite a bit and a lot of worse things and you know, in really derogatory terms. And so, uh, you know, I definitely understand you know how hurtful some of that stuff can be. But the guy who uh, was the biggest proponent of basically calling me that, you know, now is getting GLAD awards and is now a writer, being the guy that turned, you know. Super, or not, not Superman, but Batman gay and doing like the mid Midnighter comics and I think turning him gay too. And so it's just like, you know, we can't have any like normal culture, like everything has to be, you know, gay or everything has to be LGBTQ or everything has to be, uh, you know, fitting in with the power structures. I'm just looking around for coyotes and, and I wouldn't be as worried about coyotes as much as like there is like mountain lions and some other more nasty things that, uh, that can be, and you know, Robert E. Lee and other, uh, for anyone that knows like that inside story of Josh Sigerson and I getting jumped by a guy who changed his name to Robert E. Lee over here, were successful, uh, that I was able to uh, basically win after getting jumped, which would be like the third or fourth time that's happened. Uh, anyways, not that I'm some Superman or Ubermensch, but uh, yeah, it's pretty much all I want to talk about today. And even things I didn't want to talk about that I ended up talking about. And that was a great listener question. So if you guys have questions, you know, subscribe to the email list. You know, reply back to the email and let me know how you guys like the episodes, the questions you guys have. And it really makes my job easier because then I've got, you know, something to talk about. And it was, you know, I think a pretty good question. And so, yeah. So thank you guys. Uh, TimandJohnShow.com, TheLibertyAdvisorShow.com, TheLibertyAdvisor.com. And you know what? There are, I'm, I'll give a quick plug. Um, you know, probably next week or two, we'll have this uh, scalable solution for people looking to get crypto into their IRAs. The government's talking about not allowing IRA LLCs anymore. Uh, so I, I can help people out with IRA LLCs where you can get crypto. Uh, there's a good chance that it's made, uh, they're gonna ban it at the end of this year, at which point you'll get a two year unwind and then we can unwind it into another, not necessarily product, but another solution that we have for you guys. If you, you know, you got people that have you know, massive crypto gains. I'm uh, looking to do some sales before this year, like literally needed to talk to me like two weeks ago because you know, even doing something now, we're really gonna be uh, you know, getting in under the, uh, you know, under the deadline for December 31st and some of this planning, income tax rates are going up. They're talking about having uh, the income tax rate for people that sell, uh, you know, capital gain assets, so let's say above a million. Uh, so let's say you make $200,000 a year and you sell a million dollars of Bitcoin. Now they're talking about having that being taxed at like a 39.6% rate plus adding 3.8% Obamacare tax on there. And then if you live in a place like California or New York, I mean, you're talking about paying half your income out. And so we do have strategies that we can, we can help people out with that. Uh, we've got, you know, different asset management strategies and really can help out a lot of people as long as you're not 
a libtard and I'm not you know really bringing on any of those people anyways um, so I think they would get scared away by all the you know different uh, you know scheduling tools that we have but anyways I appreciate you guys listening on to my ramblings I need to go you know check my sixes there's uh, packs of coyotes that could be I'm taking Yoshi down but you know usually you know as long as you're not showing fear they're not going to be too scared but I also don't want to you know just be stupid and walk into something either so anyways peace out guys tip of show with the liberty advisor signing off and please leave me your questions that you guys have for future episodes talk to you guys later take care